Audio. Action. Okay, there you go. Salutations. I'm Sophia's friend Bronwyn. And I'm Bronwyn's friend Sophia. And, and this, this is Quotes. Oh, I was about to say this is our second start of this episode. Yeah, yeah. And it's honestly not going too much smoother. No. The first time there was an ambulance and we both died. No, that's not. That's a bad sequence of events, it sounds like. It, we just started laughing, not because of the ambulance, no, not but because, because of, of something else. And also, there was an ambulance, and it just wasn't going well. We started making each other laugh, and then there was an ambulance as well on top of it. And so th- it was an audio disaster. So we decided to just start over because we hadn't actually started the episode. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> If you haven't noticed by the various sounds of cars and birds, we are outside right now, and it is a beautiful, crisp autumn day, which we may or may not reference later. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we're outside on this nice fall day. It's actually a bit warm, but like I'm, I'm wearing a flannel shirt, and I'm not sure if that's the right temperature, but... I kind of want to keep my flannel shirt on. Actually, you know, I don't think I do. But it's really quite a nice day. It's really beautiful. Sun shining. Birds chirping. It doesn't feel too much like fall, but also when you look around and you're like, wait, it does feel like fall. Like, we're eating apples and, like, the leaves are turning red. Which is cool. But I have no idea why it's cool or has anything to do with anything. Sophia, what's your first wordlet? (laughs) (laughs) My first wordlet is scansion. And scansion is the action of scanning a line of verse to determine its rhythm. I want to learn that. This, it's very fun. Can you teach me? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Um, Apparently there's one line in the Iliad that's not scansion. You can't scan. Really? Not the Iliad. Maybe the Iliad. Yes, or the Odyssey. Wow, that's like, that's... One in 16,000. Yeah, that's... He messed up. How dare he? How, how dare? Okay, yes, yeah, sorry. It's so hard to do scansion. Like, I mean, not not the scanning itself, but like to write scansion so that it can be scanned in a certain way. It's really difficult. That didn't make what any sense it? unless I yeah. explain it. Um, but we, so a couple days ago, in Latin, our Latin teacher came in so excited because we, uh, he was going to teach us scansion. So, so excited. So basically, it's just, um, you, ha- you have a Latin poem, and there's a hexameter and a pentameter, and in the hexameter, there's six feet, and in the pentameter, there's five feet, and they have, like, basically what you do is you mark the vowels as either long or short. So, um, like, I think a long vowel would be, like, ah, or is it, sh- like, for a, right. a long vowel would be ah, and a short vowel would be, like, a, <laughs> I don't know, okay. uh, something like that. And I'm not sure how you're actually... I think it's just actually how long you hold the, the oh. letter. Um, I think I... So scratch what I just said. I don't know. I don't fully understand how you're supposed to pronounce it. But it has to be in forms of, of two... These I was considering having these two as my wordlets as well. But either a spondy or a dactyl. And a spondy is two long vowels. And a dactyl is one long and two shorts. And then that's a foot. Two long is a foot and one long and two shorts of the foot. It doesn't make much sense to explain it out loud. It's just basically um, looking at- Formula? A, a little bit, yeah. It's looking at um, a Latin poem and scanning the vowels so that- Because did like, they write it, it did it, all like poets write it in the same style? Yeah, they all, or they were supposed, like all Latin poetry, not all, I 
think most Latin poetry had to be in this form of a hexameter and then a pentameter, and then a hexameter and then a pentameter. It's very difficult. It's cool. Yeah, because it's hard because you have to, like, you have to get across what you're trying to say with, like, whatever words you want to use, but also only, like, have to fit it to this formula. Yeah, it's very difficult. But yeah, we were making fun of Homer in Greek today because because he messed up on one line, but also because someone was like, oh, did he, because he would, he like essentially invented like four different forms of this one word and someone was like, is it just because he wanted extra syllables? And our our Greek teacher was like, it's such a horrible thing to say that Homer invented a word just to make it scan, but probably... (laughs) Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. So now I'm like, I need to know Scansion so I can find that one line in Homer that is not correct. That doesn't scan. Very important. Yeah. What's your wordlet? Your first word, your only wordlet. It's also a classic word. It's called assimilation. We were talking about this in Greek as well. Okay, so definitions, it means the process of taking in and fully understanding information and ideas or the absorption and integration of people, ideas, or culture into a wider society or culture or the process of becoming similar to something. So it's kind of like osmosis or like I've heard you're of just like cultural like, assimilation yeah it's just like where things kind of like to... merge together or something is absorbed into something else but it's also used in phonetics um and the definition in terms of phonetics is the fact of a sound being made more like another in the same or next word so for example um when p is preceded by some latin prefixes it is doubled because of the assimilation of a consonant so a parent initially was ad parent but you can't have a d and a p next to each other so the d got dropped and instead was assimilated to two p's so a parent that's very cool but the example that we're talking about in greek was empirical which uh first came from the prefix n which is in and perao which i forget what it means um and then it was like the the new or the n and the p um, can't be next to each other, so it turned into an M in a P. So instead of empirical, it was empirical, just because that's it works very better. cool, and that's assimilation, and yeah, and that's assimilation amazing. might even be an assimilation between some words. You look at the double S's, so assimilation. Possibly, we add it probably like add in assimilation. Assimilation. Some etymology right there. That's but yeah. very cool. Sophia, what's your topic this week? So the reason why we spent so much time on talking about how lovely of an autumn day it was is because our topic is... That sounded way too... Enthu- I mean, I guess you can never be too enthusiastic about... I don't even know what you're oh. saying. Of course you can't. <laughs> um, but a little preface... A little? <laughs> a little preface to this episode. We When we first were started doing quotes and anecdotes, it was like October or November, I think. And maybe even beginning of November. Yeah. And we were like, I think it was the second or third episode. We were like, ooh, we should do fall. But by that point, it wasn't fall anymore. It was winter. All the leaves And we had, had recorded like maybe three episodes in a day. And yeah. for some reason... Or actually, I think it was like the intro, the first episode, which was beginnings. And then we did autumn. But 
if we waited from three weeks, it would have been like December. Yeah, I didn't remember that we actually recorded it. Um, or we were we, planning. We probably on did. It. I don't. I'm not sure what happened. But another thing that comes with that is the fact that we did this almost exactly a year ago. So our our quotes and our words from before were not as spectacular as they usually are. We've gotten no. a lo- quite a bit more creative. I and think, you would with think that words. it can't. You can't improve on at googling quotes and then writing them down but you would be very surprised especially because I don't know I don't I deleted it but one of my quotes just didn't make sense (laughs) and then my thing was like yeah it's kind of sad but like melancholy in a good way and it was talking about like the decay of leaves and I was like that's not melancholy that's just biology (laughs) and I don't know why that's what I wrote and you know it makes me scared to ever listen back to our original episode oh my god I think our first episode must have just been I mean not that I think I think that we will continue to get better and at some point we'll look back at this at this one and be like that wasn't good dang we were not (laughs) 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 I mean I guess I I guess that happens with any podcast like you improve but I feel like for us it would be especially embarrassing to look back at the first one and my anecdote was one line and it was like i love beautiful fall days and that was it apparently that was all i was going to talk about for 15 minutes but you know that being said i didn't have enough time to find a new word so i don't think this word is the best but the word wait do i go first yeah okay (laughs) the word that i chose this week or that i chose a year ago was (laughs) harvest and it means the process or period of gathering in crops so not very exciting, but I think I chose it because it reminded me of Ambler Farm. We spend a lot of time at Ambler Farm, especially... <laughs> Have you heard? <laughs> yeah, especially in the fall. And I also love it because then you get to spend time there after not being there for yeah. a couple months. Um, so it's a, it's a one of the most fun times at the farm. And one of the things we do a lot is harvesting because it's the fall and all of the crops have been growing all through the summer and they're ready to harvest now. Um, so it probably reminded me of that. But the etymology of harvest, it comes from Germanic and then went to Old English, herfist, herfist, sure. And then to Dutch, herfst, and German, herbst, and then harvest. Those all combined together to create harvest. But yeah, huh. not, a, not a very complicated word, but... An interesting one nonetheless. Yeah, the etymology is it's very It's very autumnal makes me think of like thanksgiving and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for me, I just picture like pumpkins and red and fields of like yellow. I don't know. Mm. It's nice. Yeah. What's your word? My word is also maybe Sophia blatantly said in the beginning. My word's not very good. <laughs> Neither is yours. So <laughs> 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 I, mean, <laughs> I didn't think it was so bad. <laughs> My word is so no. Okay, your word is a lot better than mine. No, a lot. it's not. It isn't great. But it also I could have like, done better. I um, think there are more creative words that both of us could have yes. chosen. Well, the word I chose is I'm weak. sorry no, about it that. It's very funny. Just, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you thought about it. I don't think so either. But my word this week is crisp. Now that I'm saying it, yeah, it is. That's, that's fun. It's good. It's a good word. Don't try to save it, Sophia. <laughs> So as an adjective, in case you guys didn't know what crisp means, as an adjective, it means firm, dry, and brittle, and especially, um, okay, so it also means smoothly, or attractively, 
and smoothly uncreased like when you're talking about paper or cloth which is fun that's weird um it also in according to urban dictionary and australian slang it refers to anything that's positive um which is cool that's actually very cool it's an, a synonym for cool, swell, pleasing, awesome, dandy, marvelous, wonderful, nifty, keen, and stoic. Didn't stoic I don't think something completely different, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I don't think that's like, I guess it's kind of positive. Anyways, so the etymology of crisp, it comes from Latin crispus, which is a fun word. It just means curled, but that's fun. I don't know it, but it's... And then it's to Old word. English, crisp, meaning curly, which is, again, like... I wouldn't say that someone has curl or crisp hair. I feel like that would be like your hair's a little a little unwashed, bud. But I guess it could mean curly. Cool. I'm in a weird mood. Um what's your next what's your quote? So I haven't Thea? thought about what quote um so the one that I chose originally I I still do like. I think it's nice. Um and uh, it is winter is an etching, spring a watercolor, summer an oil painting, and autumn a mosaic of them all. And that was said by Stanley Horowitz. And I wrote down, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote down Stanley Horowitz is an author and poet. And weirdly enough, though this quote was seen pretty popularly throughout the internet, and everyone seems to love it. <laughs> Though it did not need, lead to any contradiction whatsoever. I, I don't know why it was weirdly enough that it was popular throughout the internet. I wrote this a year ago. I, would, I thought that at the beginning of sophomore year I was at least literate, but apparently not. <laughs> Anyways, I still think the quote is pretty nice because I do feel like autumn is kind of a combination of yeah. um, all the seasons in a way. Uh, like it has the sort of cool crispness of winter. Um, and then the all the colors of spring, although yeah. they're different colors, they're still like Colorful. very yeah, exactly, like so varied and beautiful. And it has the sort of the sun of summer, I guess. I don't think of many rainfall days. Like that's more of a spring. I like the thing. goldenness of summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. I like um, that. But yeah, I, it's really like, like a mosaic of them all, just different parts of each season combined into one beautiful, perfect season. I think Not winter has perfect, some of the best, or not winter, autumn has some of the best parts of each of them. Like yes, actually. definitely. Because it doesn't have like the extreme heat of summer or the extreme cold of winter or the, I don't know what's bad about spring. The the rain of spring, I but guess. But I, like, I like rain. Okay, you like rain, but I don't think, I don't know if a lot We're of people We're supposed to like storm it. tomorrow. Oh, yay. <laughs> I'm excited. I looked at the weather and it was sun, sun, storm, and I got really excited about the storm. Oh my god. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think spring and fall are definitely my two favorite seasons, just because there's no, like, the summer and winter are the two extremes, and I'm not Maybe a the fan of either. Maybe the stress of end of school. But, of spring. of spring, yes, for sure. Finals and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's a really lovely season. I love the weather. I love the colors, um, I love the, well, this is getting more into anecdotes, but I love the, like, food and the whole aesthetic of fall. It's very nice. So, and I thought this quote kind of captured it perfectly. Yeah. Or I did a year ago, and I still pretty much do. Yes, I agree. Um, what is your quote? So, my, f for my quote, I'm only going to do one because it's a pretty long quote, 
Um, but my quote this week is a whole paragraph. Is not this a true autumn day? Just the still melancholy that I love that makes life and nature harmonize. The birds are consulting about their migrations and the trees are putting on the hectic or the pallid hues of decay and begin to strew the ground that one's very footsteps may not disturb the repose of earth and air while they give us a scent that is a perfect anodyne to the restless spirit. Delicious autumn. My very, <laughs> my very soul is wedded to it. Wow. And if I were a bird, I would fly about the earth seeking the successive autumns. Which That's is really fun. Nice. It's very poetic. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just described autumn quite nicely. Um, I, it does make life and nature harmonize. I don't know. The colors, the pallid hues of decay, which is a good way to describe death, I guess, of tree leaves. But also, like, tree, it is very beautiful. I love um, the part where the birds are consulting about their migration, yeah. because that just makes me think of birds sitting around a table like, all right, guys, what formation are we going to do this year? How are v? we going to get v? there? We're going with the V? Okay, going with the V. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think it describes autumn really well. And like, uh, the okay, the tea lines that I thought were really nice were, if I were a bird, I would fly about the earth seeking the success of autumns, which is fun. Um, just like, always looking for that last for that time of year which I don't think I would do because I do like the other parts of the year as well but also like I understand that wanting to just be in the constant because I think that the different times of the year too and they obviously have their amazing parts but there it's also like the bad parts of those times that make you what appreciate yeah autumn. and that yeah. goes for all the seasons like the not as great parts about you know spring but i think like weather summer. and nature wise it's hard to have a problem with autumn like there's just yeah. everything is just so beautiful weather is so beautiful everything looks it's hard to not like fall yeah like i think it's pretty difficult at least at least like at least maybe in the northeast at least in the northeast and at least in like the nature sense yeah but yeah um and i also liked um just the still melancholy that i love because I'm a sentimental person, but I mean, I think that there's a part of fall that it's like the resolution of summer in the beginning of winter, and that, and I think that can be sad. Um, it feels like the ending of something, you know, like that's the one thing where it always mm -hmm. feels like it's about to be, like, when you're in the middle of summer, you feel like you're in something that like won't go away, and I think kind of winter as well, but when you're in the middle of fall you're like oh it's gonna be winter soon or that's that. the thing about fall so, that i that is not like the only downside i guess is just kind of like i know that as soon as the weather gets just a little bit colder yeah it's gonna be endless winter or what feels like endless winter for a really long time so it's, it's not that's nice it's it's very long and yeah. very cold but in some ways that makes it like you make it makes you appreciate it a bit more mm -hmm. you're like, hmm. and i feel like there are always just so many good days in all. Yeah, because it's true. just there are always a lot of good memories from them. Yeah, uh, and that was said by George Eliot in a letter to Miss Lewis on October first, eighteen forty-one, which was exactly well. It's October first now. I don't know how long ago eighteen forty-one was. A hundred and sixty-seven eight years. 
178 years ago, exactly yeah, to the day. And actually, George Eliot uh, is a pen name for Mary Ann Evans, who was an English novelist, poet, and translator, and one of the leading writers of the Victorian era. Yeah. But, That's very cool. Yeah. So she used the pen name George Eliot. That's awesome. That's interesting. And what's your last quote? So my last quote is super short, and it's just kind of, um, you know, being appreciative of the fall. So I'm not going to talk about it a ton. Um, but it is, I'm so glad I live in a world where there are Octobers. And that was said by, that was said by L.M. Montgomery, who wrote Anne of Green Gables. And yeah, I don't have much to say about this one, but I just thought it was really lovely because I had never thought of fall like that before. Like, I'm so glad I live in the world where there is a fall. Like, how lovely that is that? And there are Octobers, and that means that once a year, the leaves change color completely and it's bathed in red and orange and it's beautiful out and the weather is lovely like that that's such a nice way of looking at fall. it's just such a nice appreciation of simple appreciation yeah it's exactly. just so glad okay um do i get to start with my anecdotes yeah so uh my first one these are all out of order i'm realizing now um but i guess i'll start with the one like the youngest sort of um, I just remember some of my earliest memories of playing outside or is making leaf piles with my brother and we would especially I mean obviously in the fall when the leaves were coming down and my dad would blow the leaves towards the edge of the yard and into the woods um, because he didn't want leaves in our yard but they would often like there wasn't quite enough room for them to fit in the woods or he wouldn't blow them all the way there so there would be end up being like piles of leaves in the corners of um, of the yard. And we would, especially if they had just fallen and they weren't too wet yet, we would like gather them together. We would take handfuls and make them into one huge pile and then be like, like psych ourselves up and then go and jump into them. And then like throw them everywhere. And it was, it was really nice. I forgot about making leaf piles and it always made us laugh and made us very happy. Um, I like the color. But yeah, we also, we used to explore the woods all the time. So like, if we got bored with making leaf piles, we'd go and trek into the woods. And I think, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but we used to name mountains. So there was Break a Leg Mountain, because we figured if you fell off, they, they weren't mountains, they were like hills of rocks piled on top of each other. But we figured like, if you fell off that side of that, you'd probably break your leg. And then we had Break an Arm, Break a Wrist, Break an Ankle, we had a bunch of them. Um, and yeah, I loved, I think, uh, or my favorite time to explore the woods. I mean, there was always, where we live, there's almost always dead leaves on the ground of the woods. Like, there's there's not much, I mean, there's, there's growth, like undergrowth, but it's mostly just like a sort of a carpet of leaves. But especially in the fall, to hear like the crunch of leaves beneath your feet, it always made me very happy. And I loved exploring the woods with my little brother. Um, do you want to do... One of your anecdotes now? Sure. Okay, so the first one I'm going to talk about is something I just remembered a second ago. And it is something I cannot spell. Okay, um, so in my, I went to a Waldorf preschool and kindergarten. And basically, if you don't know what Waldorf schools are, they focus more on play and creati creativ creativity than books and like traditional school learning. So 
we would spend like two hours out, two hours outside playing, and then like two hours inside and play, playing. And I don't think we ever sat down and like read books or did that. I would we would do that at home, and then we would go there and we would play. And it was kind of a focus on making things and like I said, creativity. And something that they had every fall, the big celebration was Michaelmas, which is it's traditionally a Christian holiday but I suspect it probably has some pagan roots as well because at least the way we celebrated it, it was like a big potluck dinner where everyone brought a dish and we would like all eat together. And it was more of a nature harvesty type celebration than anything else. But I don't really know the history of it. From what I can find, it's just a traditional autumnal um, Orthodox Christian holiday, but that wasn't the way it was celebrated. It was just a very like autumny thing. So we would have this big potluck dinner together, and we would also make I don't know what they're called, but they were these felt wool felted balls that we would put we would like we would felt different colors onto them, different colored wool, and we would each make our own, and we would also. Um, the teachers would help sew on these ribbons at the end and you could throw them and they would arc through the air that's very and cool I don't I don't know what they're called but they would like leave like they were just like balls that you could throw but they were just really fun to throw because they had like they would go a little bit slower and more gracefully through the air and they would have a nice arc and have this little tail of ribbons flying behind them and we would always make that and have this nice dinner and I just remember that very clearly it was a very autumn thing and the other day I was walking somewhere and it smelled like leaves and it made me think of that. And it was very nostalgic and That's so and nice. nice. Yeah. What's your next quote? Not quote, anecdote. <laughs> um, my next anecdote is super recent. Uh, this weekend we went up to Vermont to go visit a college there and we decided to make it into a weekend because we have, my mom uh, has really started this initiative, but we've really kind of turned into a hiking family. And she decided this summer, like, all right, guys, we're gonna, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go on hikes. We're going to go on lots of hikes. And we've kind of figured out that as, I mean, we, as a family of four, we all love each other, obviously. And I'm very lucky to be a part of my family. But there's not a lot that we can all four agree on. And so far, we've found two things. And one is peanut butter cliff bars. We all agree that peanut butter cliff bars are very good. And the other one is we all love hiking. It's very difficult to find something that all four of us like really love. So far the two are peanut butter cliff bars and hiking. And I bet we could find more if we, if we really thought about it. But those, like our joke is like, haha, there are only two things that we really love. Um, like all four of us together. But this weekend we went up to Vermont and we went hiking. And uh, it was really lovely. We went up a mountain called Pico Peak, and it was like we went, we basically went all the way up the mountain. There was like halfway through, there was, or not halfway through, almost to the top there was a break, and there was a ski trail, like the woods led out into the ski trail. And we could see, like I sent you a picture of this, but we could see like all of the mountains. And we were really lucky. We made friends with a waitress the night before, and according to her, the the they had just like they had their first frost a couple nights before, and so the colors of the leaves had just started coming out when we went up. Wow. Um, so when we looked out, we could see like it wasn't fully red or anything like that, but we could definitely see the um, like dots of different colors of like various shades of red, orange, and yellow covering all of the mountains. It was this incredible view, and it was really really nice. Um, it was really difficult, especially just like the last mile, because it was very steep. It's 
we had to scramble up rocks and stuff, but it was, it was cool. It was kind of an adventure. But yeah, I love hiking through the woods, um, especially in the fall. It's really, really nice. That's amazing. What's your next one? Okay, so mine is, uh, my next one, okay, is, we have two that we can talk about at the end, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about just some little things that I just love about fall. The colors, obviously. It's just beautiful. Right now, like, there are a few trees here that I can see are turning red. It's very nice. Um, and I just, it's in, again, it's like in some ways sentimental because I'm like, oh, I don't want the leaves to fall because I don't like it when there are no leaves, mm -hmm. but also like so beautiful for those like few weeks where it's just colorful. And then also tea, like autumn yes. tea, so good. I like, had a list of like, again, little things about fall that I love I and one of them. I just made some, and there's more, and I forgot, and it's cold, but I still want it, so I'm gonna have it. Um, one of the things that I wrote down was tea. We have our favorite, or my brother and dad don't drink tea as much, but my, my mom's favorite and my favorite tea is called hot cinnamon spice tea, and we drink it all year round, but it's especially amazing in the fall because it just tastes like fall. And it's so good to have a little cup of hot cinnamon spice tea and be maybe like outside on the porch or whatever and listening to the birds and watching the leaves change and it's just like, ah, oh, it feels like fall. It's great. You're gonna have to give me some of that because I think I, I don't, I might've had it once and I don't remember it, but I think I, I like actually, it. I think I have some in my backpack <laughs> if you want to have it. We sh definitely should because it's maybe. very delicious. But yeah, I this one I don't think is, I we happen to have it and it's chai spiced tea and I quite like it and it's I think yours good. is cold and I think Sophia is disappointed because it's not as good as her spiced tea but you know just like spiced no, spice things good. like or like spiced apple cider that kind of thing you sure you don't want to chuck that in the woods Sophia has an apple core and it's just okay, sitting I'm, there and it's I was, annoying I was me. planning on chucking it in the woods after we finished recording which I figured wasn't going to be very long from now but okay if you want me to chuck it in the woods now I'll chuck it's it in the woods it's just sitting now. there I know, but I got... Sophia scared away, to, scared away a bird. Scared away the... Um, yeah. So, spice tea, very good. 10 out of 10, would recommend. Or, like, apple cider, hot apple cider. Yes. I love that. I'm not a big hot cocoa person. I find it too sweet, and I can never finish it. But it gives me a good cup of hot cider, or a good cup of nice wintry or, or autumnal tea, and I'll be happy. I don't like hot chocolate as much anymore, but even still, like, even though I... I will drink it and finish it. Um, it's more of a winter thing for me, yeah. like sitting in front of the fireplace Fair with enough. hot cocoa and a blanket. Like that's more of winter. But I t like the apple cinnamon stuff and cider is amazing. The other day I was so beyond happy because I had hot cinnamon spice tea and an apple cider donut and applesauce. And it just felt so much like fall. It was amazing. Those are those my are, bucket my list for this fall foods. is to go hiking. Sophia and I want to go hiking. Yes. And also to, I want to go apple picking. But I don't know when the season I think that's, ends. I think that's ending soon. Like, and I don't soon. know if I'm going to get to. But I love going like apple picking and getting. I don't do it very often, but I have fond memories of going apple picking and getting like apple cider donuts and 
apple cider. And yeah, I, I forgot. Maybe to we put can that. go pumpkin picking if there's a pumpkin patch. Yeah. Here. I forgot best. to put that as one of my anecdotes. But I have, we have um, some a lot of pictures of Marcos and I when we were my brother and I when we were really little, um, picking, going both apple picking and pumpkin picking. And there's one where like I was wearing a poncho or something, and I was and we were sitting on a pumpkin and we were laughing because my dad was making us laugh. And then <laughs> I think. We might have fell off the pumpkin at some point, but it. I have very many memories of like just chasing my brother through like pumpkin patches and playing tag, and my dad taking pictures of us. And it's just such like nice. That's so thing. good. I love that. Do you want to do one more anecdote, or do you want to just do our, our shared ones? I don't really have any more, but you have one more, right? <laughs> um. Do okay. Cool. Then we can do our shared ones. Yeah. So our last two anecdotes are shared ones. The first one is talking about something we did for our friend's birthday, which is Renaissance Fair. What is the Renaissance Fair, Sophia? Um, well, the Renaissance Fair, or the Ren Fair, as some people tend to call it, um, is something that I had never really heard about before, before our friend uh, who drew our cover art asked us to come with her. Um, <laughs> We should ask her if we can use her name because the friend who drew our cover art is not the name. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, it's basically, I mean, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like, a, the one we went to was in New York and there were, we, there were kind of streets lined with different um, houses and, not houses, and they were all, they were all stores and um, people dress up in medieval clothing and, and but it's also like fantasy and it's, I mean, people are dressed up in pirates' outfits, and there are people... Fairies. Yeah, and fairies. Goblins. And, like, flower crowns, and, and uh, you know, knights' outfits, and swords, and stuff like that. And they sell, like, candles, and hand-bound journals, and, and um, it's like swords, handmade, and Yeah, it's, like, handmade um, things, like, medieval things. Yeah. And art things, and it's... For like it's from like August to October I think and they like set it up and like each of them each of the stores looks like a medieval house but it's like the people who own the shop also built that and like set it up and set up their booth at the run fair and yeah we all went and we didn't do the full-on dress-up as some people do but we all went kind of dress up like cloaks and stuff and what do you think, Sophia? How was it? Well, I loved it. I thought it was really lovely. It was a little bit rainy when we first got there, but then it cleared up and it was really, be it was really like, it was a perfect day. Yeah. Um, and we had so much fun going into all of the shops and it did feel uh, autumn-y. And I don't, I don't know how it did, like I don't know how to describe it, but I think a lot of times when I think about um, like that, time period even though run fair is a lot of fantasy as well like i always picture it in autumn like with yeah. the the long sleeve yeah like outfits and spending time outside and the leaves changing colors and i i don't know for some reason it always feels like autumn when i think about that um like i never think about how that might have been in summer <laughs> i don't know um but it but just yeah it was really nice yeah and we all we they have like they have like a jousting tournament and they have like all sorts of magic shows and everything you can think of. We didn't actually end up going to any of those. We more just explored because it's like 
a much bigger area than you would expect so you there's a lot of stuff to see without even going to the show so we spent a couple of hours just walking around we each bought different things like you you got like a journal and a candle and I got a candle and a little bag and we each just like found things that because everything is so beautifully made and handcrafted like people will people, people clearly who, work people hard either they're stuff. leather makers or maybe they're a blacksmith or a glass blower like people have these skills that I think are not very many people have and they can hand make all these beautiful things and it's so it's fun to buy some of those but also just like the atmosphere it's full of people like the people who work there I think they're like actors so they're paid to be a, they're paid some of them are paid to be there some of them are volunteers but they're all help to make the atmosphere as realistic as possible and there's a lot of yelling or someone will will give you a will tip like put a tip in the tip jar and they'll like start ringing the bells they're like oh good job good job <laughs> or like they have people with like little pretend dragons on their shoulder like oh do you want to pet the dragon or Sophia had to check something on her phone and someone came up and was like oh, witchery like <laughs> there's just it's really just a fun atmosphere full of creative and passionate people and it's just so nice it was really really lovely i was i didn't really know what to expect but i was definitely very pleasantly surprised it was a lovely atmosphere and just it, it was an amazing amazing day and we yes yeah, so that was really fun and i got a candle that smells like autumn to me yeah i got a candle that also smells like autumn that's very, that's very good and it's just something we love. And then when I was growing up, well, I'm still growing up. When I was little, my brother loved Renaissance fairs. So we would go every year um, with my family and dress up, do the whole thing. We have pictures. We would go like every year and just, it was so good. I, there, I think I dressed up as a princess one year and won the costume contest when I was like six. Oh, that's so nice. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Just like... It's very nice. That's a very autumn-y thing for me. Yeah. Do you, do you want to do... Maybe we do the more? last one. Yeah. So our last anecdote is another thing that we both do. And you know Ambler Farm? You know, like, that thing we've talked, like, only, like, once or twice? <laughs> so they every fall, they have a day called Ambler Farm Day. Yeah, and what it is basically is, like, a big fundraiser for the farms. They invite the entire town, and they want everyone to show up and the apprentices, which we are, we all help out during Elmer Farm Day. So there's a bunch of different things that, that um, we can do. There are lots of different organizations from all over the town that come and, and either help out or participate. So like, there was an ice cream truck there. Historical and Society. This historical Society. Um, there were different, there was like a, a pony club and different uh, groups in, in Wilton. Um, and it's, it's really nice. It's, there's, lots of different activities you can do there are always people stationed at the animals because kids the kids always want to see the animals and it's, it's very much a family thing where people will come with their kids usually yep. younger kids but not always and all these fun activities for kids to do and yeah experience and really nice. there's some there's some good food and they always have a farmer's market open so that people can buy food that has been grown at the farm and it's also like it's really good to raise awareness about everything that the farm is doing and especially yeah. like having the apprentices there to explain like this is the impact that the farm has had like, on me because you even you have really kids special. who are like 10 years old and and they're wearing like their red shirts and feeling so proud that they're able to show someone how to i don't know 
do one of the activities or, or I could tell oh, someone about the animals. This is what I was telling you about. Yeah. I had to clean out this cage the other day and I did it all by myself or something. Like, I remember like being that. so proud the first year I got to do that. And now Me Sophia too. and I, like, help to, I don't know, like, oversee them doing that and run activities and just, like, I've, like, both of us being there for so long and seeing how we have gone from being nervous like young kids who are helping out and really excited to help out and not really sure what we're doing and scared to ask questions and all that to people being like okay this is what you do guys make sure you're being safe make sure you're telling people this and like I remember me and another kid were giving all the younger kids working at our station kind of an explanation of what they're doing and just knowing what I'm talking about and feeling confident and feeling proud of the farm that like I know we all made a, an impact on it's such a nice thing and I just love that day. It's kind of a way to show that. It's a oops. Um, it's a really, really fun day. And I remember too being so excited because uh, we had been going, I mean, I knew Ambler Farm from the summer camp. I'd been going to the summer camp for a really long time and my family would always come to Ambler Farm Day. And the first year that I was able to help out at Ambler Farm Day was really special. Yeah. No, and I remember when I was like three and I remember the first day or not the first day, I remember when I was maybe like five or six, when my, oh, when my grandparents were staying with us, and I remember I was just so excited about Ambler Farm Day, and I drew them a picture explaining what it was, and told them all about it, and that, that was like the highlight of my weekend, and That's I was just so, so excited. so cute. And just, I don't know, it's just a very fun community event, and our town's not the best at making a very community, or like, mm -hmm. it's not great at that kind of thing, but I think Ambler does a good job of that. I think Ambler is definitely a very unique place in Wilton and even Fairfield County because it's so, I don't know, it's just, it's really special. And I don't, there's something about it that's just incredible. And I feel like Ambler Farm Day is um, a really incredible chance for us to show that specialness to other people who maybe haven't visited the farm as often. Yeah, but it's just a fantastic autumn thing. Yeah. And it's always in the fall. That's what yes, we're talking about. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's also, it just feels very autumn-y. Yeah. Walking around in the sun. It's nice. Well, I think that's probably where we're going to end it this week. Um, we hope you're enjoying your fall. Yeah. It's going to be October, what? 8th. 8th, yeah. No. 9th. 9th. 9th when you're hearing this. And we hope that it's been going well. I feel like October is the epitome of fall. It, yeah, it really is. And September is not... Wow, we keep getting interrupted by... Um, plane Transportation. Crafts. Because, <laughs> you know, there's the ambulance and then the truck and now the plane. Um, but I'm incredibly warm right now. I'm sitting in the sun and it's not the cold... It's not the crispest autumn day. No. So We'll move to the shade. I am, I am quite warm. Um, but yes. But yeah, I hope... <laughs> Please cut that out. I hope you guys are having a good autumn um, and a good October. Because October is definitely the best. As always, uh, go check out our intro music and outro music if you want. Uh, our intro music is... Inspirational Life. Our outro music is... Blossoming Inspiration. Our cover artist is... Dino.bite. That's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T on Instagram. Our Instagram is quotes dot and dot anecdotes what do we do on that instagram always post on our story when there's a new episode what do we never do on that instagram <laughs> actually post about <laughs> when it's 
Um, what can you do if you want to contact us? Um, email us at quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. And yes. always remember to rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. And bye, <laughs> my friend. Have a good rest of your fall, everyone. Sophia. And we will see you next week. Bye, my friend, Bronwyn. And cut.